This is an encore episode of Ask Me Another. This is, uh, I mean, it's usually supposed to be makers. Ooh. I know this is Four Roses. Nice. It is a, a bourbon whiskey. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's not too much, is it? What is too much? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. There we go. All right. Okay. Well, my friend, to the last one. To the last one. (sighs) From NPR. (coughs) From NPR and and WNYC, coming to you from the... It's not as smooth as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> from NPR and WNYC, coming to you from beautiful Brooklyn, New York, it's NPR's final hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. Ask me another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. <laughs> Thanks, Jonathan. You're welcome. Oh, so, you know, just for to let everyone in, we would do a shot of um, whiskey. We would do Maker's Mark usually before we went on stage. That's right. Before every Ask Me Another show. Before every show, yeah. And the reason, I'll tell you where that came from for me, is that I had the opportunity to go on the road back in the day with Radiolab, and they did that before their show. And I was like, why does everyone take a shot? And they were like, because you just have to remember that, like, you know, you're here to have a good time. And I was like, that is great. Yeah. It's It's a nice way to set the tone. There is a... A lot of hard work that goes into the show, but it's supposed to be fun. At the end of the day, yes. you do the hard work in advance so that when you get up on stage, you can just relax and have a good time. Right. And any time you go, wow, this is really serious, or there's stress, or there's problems, then you have a moment to reset and remember that you're about to do a trivia comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who have never been backstage at the Bell House, oh. You know, I really do miss the Bell House. It's the greatest. And but the w- the thing that I love, uh, it's and I don't I don't really know the explanation for why it is there. But in the in the green room, hanging on the wall, there mm. is a flag that says, "Don't give up the ship." And I I don't know. I I have thought of that flag so many times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we have uh, we have this last uh, show to do. You know. So what we've done is uh, we have. Uh, basically the best friends of the show people we love mm-hmm. people that have been involved in the show yeah and it's going to be it's going to be a good toast yeah uh so thanks everybody for for listening over all these years oh my goodness thank you so much uh it's been a great privilege to work on the show uh here it comes your last episode that was the bourbon talk it's <laughs> <laughs> your last episode here it comes your last episode don't give up Ask Me Another has been through a lot of changes over the years, but one thing has remained constant. Best friends of the show, composers Kristen Anderson Lopez and Bobby Lopez have come back time and time again, including today. Kristen, Bobby, hello. Hey, hello. hello. Thanks for having us back for the last one. Uh, Thank you so much. I have to ask you a question. We've had you on, well, this I think is the seventh time. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean this sincerely. How, how is it that we were able to get you back so many times? Why? <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking? Well, Don't you have I think maybe you've made, a, you've made a miscalculation about about the the value of having us on the show. <laughs> Supply and demand kind of formula that um, you've got some skewed data on. <laughs> all right. Well, I like that. It's in your favor. We're like, you are so amazing. You're like, we accept all calls. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm just going to ask that the truck that is about to unload a mound of Rubik's Cubes onto your driveway <laughs> drive away. <laughs> we have a lot left over, as it turns out. So. Uh, how are your bats? Aren't there bats in your driveway? We have bats, bats in our breezeway. Um, <laughs> breezeway? What is a breezeway? Um, a breezeway is a... It's a covered a, it's a pathway. New England, it's a New England thing because snow. And so it oh. connects a house to a garage, in our case. And okay. the bats, um, for a while, like, we actually built bat houses. We have no mosquitoes up here because mm. there's so many bats. Nice! They eat all the mosquitoes. That's a beautiful thing. But also... At the end of the night, they come, they hang out in our breezeway, and they digest all, like, hundreds of pounds of mosquitoes Ew. directly mm. onto the walkway, which Bobby Bobby just got a bat poop blower. Yeah, it's kind of like awesome. a leaf blower, but, it, but it's for bat poop. Bat poop. <laughs> nice. Is it, a, is it a, an appliance specifically for, for guano? Is that, is that true? Or? <laughs> yeah, it's the Guano Air Guano 3000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, why are bats the only animals that poop guano? Is that true? Mm. So wait, what do penguins poop? Well, you know oh. what? But I'm just I'm realizing now this is the quiz we should have been playing. <laughs> We're yeah. gonna give you... whose who's poop is it? <laughs> whose poop is it? I mean, when you're talking about a finale, poop right. me another. <laughs> uh, so this uh, this internet is telling me that guano is specifically for bats and seabirds. Hey. Thank you. Oh, You're right. Thank you. Wow. Ask me another. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we have a very fun audio quiz for you called VIP Voices. Ooh. Ooh. We are going to play you a past clip of an Ask Me Another VIP, <gasps> which means a very important puzzler. And you are just going to listen to the audio clip, and you're going to tell us who you think it is. Oh, this is where it's really bad that I remember faces. Not names. <laughs> <laughs> the visual learner is going to have some problems right now. I think I think you'll be surprised. Okay. So let's uh, let's play a clip, and we're gonna go back and forth. Kristen, this one is for you. Uh, this guest joined us in 2015. He came back from outer space to recite the lyrics to Taylor Swift's song "Blank Space." Screaming, crying. Perfect storms, I can make all the tables turn, rose garden filled with thorns, keep you second-guessing like, oh my God, who is she? That's Patrick Stewart. <laughs> that is correct. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that is amazing. Right? Yes. I mean, he could basically turn anything to s make it sound like Shakespeare. He could read, the, he could read the phone book and I would pay $100 to see it. I mean, I remember many things about uh, when he came on the show, but he, at the time, lived in Brooklyn. And so he walked to the venue, oh, wow. which is just a funny thing to think of. All right, Bobby, this guest starred in the Netflix series Russian Doll, and she joined us in 2016 to tell us what she keeps in her bag. 
I always carry a spare pair of panties. Smart. Sunglasses and prescription glasses. Right. And uh, Nicorette and cigarettes. Uh, lighter, backup lighter. Metro card, $20. Amex, Visa, ID. Uh, that's Natasha Leone. That is yes. correct. Yes. yes. That is right. She brought her dog root beer, and her dog was uh, backstage the whole time making a lot of noise, if I recall correctly. <laughs> Audio engineer is freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm amazing. having, like, sense memory back to, like, whether I listen to these podcasts in our car or in our kitchen. Yes. All right, Kristen. Okay. You know this guest from Broadway? In 2019, she joined us in Houston, Texas, to share her love of 7-Eleven Slurpees. It's the combination of the crushed ice with the Coca-Cola feel, so it's the burn of a Coke. <laughs> Do you guys know what I mean? Some yeah. of you know? And then the, with the ice, and it never gets melty. I love Slurpee, okay? Yeah. And I love 7-Eleven. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not being paid. No. <laughs> that would be the amazing Kristen Chenoweth absolutely you remember that show too Jonathan where Kristen Kristen all of a sudden um, like she just decided to sing in the answer to a clue and she just like without like at an operatically high range and I don't remember hearing her do a warm up or anything no she can just go that's her trick she goes like Except, like, yeah. a, a just like out of nowhere. That. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> All right, Bobby, this is the last one. It is for you. Wow. This reality TV mentor joined us in 2016, and he told us he wasn't always so confident in his sartorial choices. I know who it is. I know who it <laughs> you is. You already know. I've been a fan of Pocket Squares forever, but. I could never do it. I would experiment. I'd put my jacket out on my bed. <laughs> I'd flatten it out. I'd stick the pocket square in. I'd think, oh, it looks all right. Then I'd put the jacket on, look in a mirror, and say, you look like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know his name is Tim. It's uh, Tim... Um, it's, it's not a sword. It's not a... Uh, spear? Spear. <laughs> Tim Spear. Not a spear. It's not a candlestick. It, it, you can, it's not a rope. There can be water ones. Oh, Tim Gunn. Yes. Yeah. Tim Gunn <laughs> yes. is correct. Yes. He is the nicest, kindest man. When Tim came on the show, I went up to say hi to him, and he said, well, you must be Jonathan Colton. What a pleasure it is to meet you. I enjoy your work. And I was like, wow, that guy really, he did his research. He went out of his way to say hello, and I was very touched. Aww. Is that what we should have wait, done? Wait, wait, wait. Should we have done I that? I know. And you, and you <laughs> kind of blew it. You guys kind of blew it. You must be Jonathan Colton. I hear you have a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and then years later, years later, I was at, a, I will just say, I was at a red carpet event, and I was Ooh. wearing a tuxedo, and he was also at this red carpet event, also wearing a tuxedo. I went up to say hello to him, and I was prepared to do the thing where I was like, I don't know if you remember me, but you were on the show, ask me another. And as I started to launch into that, he cut me off and he said, well, it's Jonathan Colton. It's a pleasure to see you again. And you clean up very nice. <laughs> it's just like, wow. He's a superhero of kindness, truly. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. 
Thank you so much, Chris and Bobby. Thank you for being such great friends of the show. Always, always showing up and having so much fun with us. Well, we've always loved us. this show. Thank you so much for making it. Thanks for oh, thank making you. it for nine years. Thank you for, yeah. for not doing your research and thinking that we were bigger celebrities than we are. <laughs> um, I really appreciate that. And and truly, we've some of the best times we've ever had in the car with our family has been have been listening to uh, your wonderful puzzles and songs and learning so much. And um, I just hope it comes back in another form or next month. As like, <laughs> That's guess very what? Sweet. It's Thank Ask you. Me yeah. Another. <laughs> Hol- Holocast. Ask Me Another, Another. <laughs> it was all a joke. <laughs> it was all a joke. Thank you so much. See you soon. Thanks. In the Broadway world, we say happy trails. Oh, uh, yes. Indeed. That's so, a good one. Happy trails to you. Until next time. Until next time. Until we meet again. After the break, we'll play our final music parody. One might call it our endgame. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. This is Ask Me Another, NPR's final hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. So here we are with our friends, comedians Aparna Nanchurla and Joelle Nicole Johnson. They're joining us to play the very last word game I think we're ever going to play on Ask Me Another. (laughs) So welcome back. I know. Oh, I'm honored to be here for the last. Uh, so, since this is our last show, just wondering, do you have, are you the kind of per- people who plan for endings? I have a go bag. Mm. You have a go bag? Do you really have a go bag? Yeah. Wow. If my go bag is just my purse I carry around, I mean, there is like many pounds of stuff in there. I don't know if any of it is useful, but if pounds. if the apocalypse calls for receipts from eight years ago, <laughs> yeah, very good. So, a part of Joel, when things get hectic or stressful at the show, we have always said, you know, wait a second, remember everybody, there is no such thing as a trivia emergency. But you can never be careful enough. So just in case something goes wrong, we have set aside an emergency game for a very long time. We've Ooh. kept it in a box behind glass. And that's it. This is the time. So I have it here with me. And now I've got a hammer ready. Uh, you have no idea how long I have wanted to break this. But here we go. All right. I'm going to pull out the game. And I actually, I didn't tell you this, if you're but... A couple of years ago, I was just curious, and I, I already smashed my glass box, so I have the script already. <laughs> of course you did. That makes perfect sense. I wasn't supposed to, but I really wanted to see what was inside it. All so right. Well, let me wait. look at it. I'm looking at it for the first time. Let's see. Oh, okay. In this word game, you'll mash up two terms linked by the word box. It's a little on the nose. Yeah. All right. A little well, disappointing, let's... actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, for example, if we said... Once they got this Microsoft video game console, these kids from a beloved book series stopped solving mysteries and became Twitch celebrities. You would answer Xbox car children. So you're mashing up the video game console, Xbox, with the book series, the boxcar children. 
Great. All right. Let's Aparna. Go. Yes. Movie theaters are attempting to lure back customers by installing this classic children's toy at their ticket counters. Keep turning the crank until a clown pops out to sell you two tickets to see Space Jam, A New Legacy. Oh, Jack in the box office? Yes, exactly. Oh, boy. Oh, yes. Very nice. Yes. yes. That was very nice. The old classic Jack in the box toy. I hated that oh. toy. Who was that for? I know. Nobody <laughs> likes clowns and... Nobody especially likes surprise clowns. <laughs> surprise! Shocking! kind of clown. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> All right, Joyelle, open this infamous container from Greek mythology, and you'll be bombarded with all the world's evils, including a bag of Zinfandel. Uh, 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 box wine! Box Box wine! <laughs> box wine it's is not a, It was a streaming music platform. A, wo- a woman's name. Pre-Spotify. Lizzo Box Wine. <laughs> Lizzo Box Wine. I would buy that. I'm going to accept that answer because that. I think that should be a real product and I would like to drink some of it right now. What did I miss? What What was the streaming? Pandora's. We were looking for Pandora's ah. Box Wine. All right. Aparna, guess what? Canadians aren't so nice after all. Now, in hockey, if you break the rules, not only do you have to sit in the sin bin, you also have to strip down to your underwear. Penalty boxer briefs? Yes! (laughs) Yes and yes and yes. Nice work. Well done. All right, this is your last clue ever. (gasps) Ever. Make it count, Joelle. I gotta get it, I gotta get it. Joelle, Nirvana's original version of this song was about the base of a very romantic bed. Box spring? Box spring is the second half, that's right. Yeah, and then the, you know, little emoji that you would associate with love. Heart box. Yes, and heart, shove it together. Heart I mean, box ba- spring. What's the Nirvana song? <laughs> the Nirvana, yeah, the Nirvana song is heart shaped box. So it would be oh. heart shaped box spring. But we'll give it to you. You, you got it. Yeah, that. you totally got that. Um, I know that I will see you both in other places and in real life, but I just have to extend in this moment just a huge, hearty, over-the-Wi-Fi hug to you both. And thank you for being part of our show so many and this final episode. I'm so sad the show got canceled in person. Thank you. We're so glad that you were here to be with us for the end. So yes, Thank you you so much. Thank you, you guys. So every so often, our house musician, Jonathan Colton, has somewhere else to be. Maybe he's on vacation, maybe a cruise, maybe he's cheating on us with another podcast. No matter what the case may be, our next two guests come in and save the day. Julian Villard is our guest house musician. His latest album is called Please Don't Make Me Play Piano Man. (laughs) And Cecil Baldwin is our guest puzzle guru. He voices the podcast Welcome to Night Vale, which is now in its... 10th season, and he co-hosts Random Number Generator Horror Podcast number nine. Cecil Julian, thank you so much for joining us. This is our finale. Welcome. Oh, so bittersweet. I know. Mm. But mostly sweet. You saying those words kind of gave me a little bit goosebumps. I'm like, oh yeah, this is, wow. Okay, this is the finale. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. This is it. This is it. So you, you both have joined us in Brooklyn, outside of Brooklyn. 
on the road. Yeah. Uh, anything stand out? Anything stand out from these experiences? I um yeah, I mean I've had some pretty awesome experiences. Um my favorite one was I'm pretty sure that Jessica Walter was indirectly <gasps> flirting with me on stage. I'm pretty sure that was happening because mm-hmm. I was singing and she was totally like, "Ooh, I like your voice." Like I couldn't tell <laughs> if she was Lucille Bluthing me or it was real, but I totally just went with it and it was great. No, no, I sat beside her. I remember that she had like a, I would say a a look of mischief. It on was her a face. little. There was a little bit. I was like, oh, I was like, she's totally kind of hitting on me right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm into this. <laughs> That's right. See, so that's hard. That's no no topping that. That's impossible to top. But what do you, what's the memories that you have from this crazy, crazy ride called Ask Me Another? I got to say, out of all the Ask Me Another memories, when Anthony Porosky, oh. Queer Eye, told me I had really cool shoes. Oh, that's mm. great. That's <laughs> my, my little gay heart went a pitter-pat. That's great. <laughs> and what were the shoes? Just remind our listeners what your shoes were. Yeah, they were cool shape, had little stripey bits on them. Yep. Queer Eye approved. Queer Eye approved. Uh, do you, as as people who work in the entertainment field, as, you know, basically your entire lives as your career, any thoughts on endings and beginnings? I feel really privileged that I even am getting to have an ending with you guys. Because I feel like, <laughs> and that's a, it's like, especially in this time with everything that's going on, it's, yeah. it's like we started together and we get to end together. And like, that's, that's really kind of cool. Like it doesn't, it's so tough. It's such a crazy way to make a living. You kind of have to become hardened to all these elements to actually get to have that. It's kind of emotional. It's like, it's, it's, oh, wow, this, this is like a real thing that we did together that we built. And it's really awesome to, you know, get to do it all with you guys. And you're the best. I love hanging out with you. Oh, Julian, I, you know, I got to tell you, Julian, you just, what you said sent chills into my body. Oh, and also, whatever. I've never expected any wisdom from you. And I... <laughs> shots fired. No, rightfully he so. Knows. He knows that it's all with. No, love. it's I'm. It's my brain is. It's I believe me. I'm amazed that that just came out of my mouth too. <laughs> all right, so let's have let's have a final game. Want to play a game? Sure, Guys. why not? Guys, want to play a game? One last yeah. time. Okay, so you're in luck for your very last game, your last time here. Jonathan Colton is going to sing you the clues in a music parody game called The Ends. Oh. That's right. We changed the lyrics of famous breakup songs to make them about things that contain the letters E-N-D. Things like Calendar, Big Bend National Park, Endocrinology, and so on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can earn a point by telling me the end thing or by identifying the song I'm parodying or the artist who made it famous. And Julian, you can also earn a point by just telling me how you would have done it. Oh, yeah, sure. If if that's the, yeah, good, absolutely. I'll take, criticism is fine. Okay. I keep waving so you notice me Because my highball is empty to see Been drinking lots of gin and tonics all night long And now I'm nothing, I've got nothing Please come back to me And mix me a drink Mix me a drink, will you? And I should say you're working together on this, so feel free okay. to... Uh... You got this, Julian? 
Julian, oh, I feel, I mean, I feel like I, this is your wheelhouse right here. Oh, well, you know, the song is, um, I'm, it, it, it sounded like you were emulating Sinead O'Connor's version of the famous Prince composition, Nothing Numeral 2 Compares to You, and I think you are referring to Cecil, i let you, what, is that a what's bar the tender? Yeah, that is correct. Julian, I appreciate your overly detailed answer. You're <laughs> Nothing compares to you. <laughs> That's right. I forgot the U, like the, the letter U. The Sinead O'Connor so version great. of the Prince song. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's another one. My snack stuck. I really want my sun chips. So let it loose from your grips. Contraption here, my plea. My snack stuck, please release my Twix bar It doesn't have to fall far if I can shake it free Yes It's, uh, uh, it's Gwen Stefani, it's, it's no doubt Yes yep. But I was, st- I was trying to like, focus. I-, I got stuck on Twix And I was like, wait, why are you shaking your Twix bars? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Julian, do you have any thoughts? I think the song that Cecil is referring to was actually <laughs> recorded originally by the band No Doubt And it's called mm-hmm. Don't Speak and you are referring to the contraption known as the venting machine. Oh, yes. yes. All right, here's your next one. Did you see me when I played Jesus on TV? The piano is where I when it's time to croon my head, all of me, and I, I, I have an ego, I have an ego. Okay, so clearly Dolly Parton's "I Will Always Love You." Yes, but correct. I don't. I don't know the answer, Julian. Do you? Do you know? He's referring to uh, multi Grammy and uh, Oscar and Tony and Emmy award winning uh, star of the uh, live action or televised version, live version of Jesus Christ Superstar, along with Sarah Bareilles, Mr. John Legend. That is. That correct. is correct. That is correct. <laughs> I feel like I'm on Wikipedia right now. I feel like every time Julian's like, it's like getting like Wikipedia live. Mm-hmm. I, I just never get to be that guy on the show because be, that would make me obnoxious and you never hire me back. This is my last one, so I'm just going Fantastic. for it. Fantastic. No, I love it. I love it so much. All right, here's another one. I form a corner. It measures 90. Oh, oh. Vertical line that Meets the horizon, oh, oh. Just look at the clock's hands when it's striking three or nine p.m. Oh, with me every angle is right. The only word I can think of is perpendicular. Yeah, that is correct. That is the is word. It? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the word. Yeah, I'm Good. unconsciously a genius. <laughs> Julian, what can we Julian, do you want to give a detailed answer? Yeah, um, that is uh, a beautiful acoustic rendition of a Swedish songwriter and performer <laughs> Robin's synth pop smash, Dancing on My Own. 
That's right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and I, I gave you eighth notes instead of sixteenth notes. I didn't think that was. I didn't that know if you were going to still, you know. Oh, was that like a hidden way to try to trip a musician up? Jonathan honored the song and not the production, and I, as a songwriter, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> we should have you guys on all the time. <laughs> uh, okay, here's another one. And the volume's going up And the volume's going up It's getting loud, getting loud Cause the volume's going up Just like in this song Which starts quiet and gets loud It's getting loud Said in Italian. <laughs> Julian, you got this. What is you? What is this? Um, you don't. You don't have this. Well, I mean, you two. The you two yes, song you. I got. Yes. yes, yes, that's right. No, I'm the trying song. to get the clue. Um, okay. Well, the clue is uh, the Italian musical word for loudness is a crescendo. Uh, and yeah, and the uh, you're right. You too. It's uh, their classic from uh, the Joshua Tree, with or without you. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Couple more. Loving me is that what you want to do? Why don't you come out and say it to me? All you do is make illusions and hints, flirt and wink. Nudge, nudge, and insinuate Yeah, you make it so hard Make it so hard Be direct and I might lower my guard Yeah, you make it so hard Make it so hard Um... All right, uh, the the word you, you got nothing, Cecil. You sure? Should I just go well, straight go in? your own way. Yes, go, go your own go way. Your own way. Mac, yes. is the clue innuendo? Innuendo is correct. Oh. We also would have accepted double entendre. Oh. All right, here's the last clue, the last of the last. Really enjoy it, everybody. I signed here to proclaim that we'll no longer obey the English king. It's not fair. Then he tags us We hold these truths to be self-evident We, we, we gotta go So you gotta know Alanis Morissette Yes Yes. You ought to know, that's right But it's like the Declaration of Independence? Yeah It is Declaration of Independence Independence has an E-N-D in the middle Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha so well, you had yes. to go. So you, you had it. Go. You just made it better. That's. I it. just said it with a funny accent. That's yeah. You just did it. <laughs> you just added a layer that I that I really appreciated. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness, we love you guys. Thank you for everything. Thank you for always being there. I'm so glad we finally got together to do this, Julian Cecil. Thank you. See you again. Yeah, it's been an honor and a, honor and a privilege. Thank you so much for mm, having me be part of the show. Thank Absolutely. you. So Coming up, Jonathan and I will answer your questions in our final, final round. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. 
This is Ask Me Another, NPR's final hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thank you, Jonathan. So um, here's what we're going to do, my friend. This is just for you and me. I'm going to ask you about things that have happened okay. on Ask Me Another that our listeners actually never got to hear. All right. So in a cut segment from our 2016 Los Angeles Roadshow, do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what you said later. <laughs> okay. But we did a bit where we pretended one of our guests was running late and had Weird Al step in to do the interview instead. Okay. This was our idea of a hilarious joke. Who was the guest? That was when we had uh, Tom Cruise on the show. <laughs> yes. It was Tom Cruise. It was Tom Cruise. And of course he was running late. He's, he's always late. Yeah, he's got he was... a lot to do. <laughs> it was, okay, it was not Tom Cruise. All right, who was it? Do you want to hear the clip? Yeah, let's, let's see? hear the clip. Okay. So what, a, a, a typical day? Yeah, every day. And the life of me, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Okay. No problem. Uh, well, in a typical day, uh, my, my alarm would go off at 11 a.m. Oh. Um, I would put on my rhinestone bedazzled morning Speedos. Uh, and then I'd trundle onto the bathroom where my manservant would brush and floss my teeth. <laughs> okay, so maybe you know the answer I now. mean, it's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yes, exactly. uh, Can I just say, Weird Al Ugh. is such a funny, funny man. And, and in my defense... Yeah. Jeff Goldblum is the Tom Cruise of character actors. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And he's been in a lot of movies. He's been in a lot of movies. So it's very are, close. Yep, it was that, very close. That are sort of action-based. Okay. That was very good. Here's a new one. We made quite an entrance in our 2018 San Diego Roadshow. How did we come into that theater? Do you remember? This, I believe I remember this. I, be <laughs> I believe what we did is we got those electric scooters that some cities have, yes. like littering the sidewalk like garbage. Yep. We each picked one, and we each rode in from the back of the house all the way down the aisle and just dropped him in front of the stage and jumped on and the stage. And hopped on the stage. And it was quite an incline, may I say. It, was, it felt a little unsafe. <laughs> and it was the bird. The bird scooters, The bird right. scooters. And then I don't know what happened to the bird. All I remember is that uh, I guess mine did not get returned immediately. So oh. it was a hefty charge. It was a very long rental. <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. We have a clip of Travis announcing our entrance. Let's listen to listen, it. Let's listen to this triumphant moment. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage of the historic Balboa <laughs> Theater in San Diego, Ophira Eisenberg and Jonathan Colton. <laughs> I mean, let, let me just say... Massive props to producer Travis Larcher. That was amazing for his professional wrestling intro. Oh my god! I felt I mean, like I was at I was at wrestling inside of a monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Did you hear that cheer? People yeah. loved the scooters. Yeah. All right. All right. Here's your next one. In a bit that we cut out of our 2017 show with musician Jason Mraz, we handed him an object and asked him to do something with it. Hmm. What was it? We handed him mm -hmm. a Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube. <laughs> That's a good object. And we asked Solid him choice. to stick it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> we're like, we're done. Uh, did he open an avocado farm? Yes. We handed him an avocado. And? 
asked him to identify what kind of avocado it was. Close. We just asked him to identify the ripeness. The thing that oh, we go... Is, we said, we, Jason Mraz, <laughs> is this a ripe avocado? Right, the thing you go through in your house all the time. How do you know? Is it time to slice it or not? You're telling me that this got cut out of the show the moment where he asked Jason Mraz if the avocado was ripe? Yeah, well, let's listen. Is that avocado ripe? Yes. <laughs> Even he knew at the time. He was like, this is not good for radio. <laughs> What are you people doing? Yeah, right. He was like, can I go? I thought this was a real show. Why are you giving me an avocado on a radio show? You know that I'm Jason Mraz, right? (laughs) All right. This is a classic one that comes up in my brain when I think of all the different things. Like, when things go great, you want to celebrate them. But what you really want to talk about after the show is when it did not go as expected. So in 2013, yeah, we forgot to hit record before interviewing one of our guests, and we had to do the interview all over again. Who was the guest? I remember this. I will never forget it because it is one of my biggest fears is that I'm going to do a thing that is supposed to be recorded and just never hit record. So I will never forget it was R.L. Stein, author R.L. Stein. Yes, R.L. Stein. And what a professional, creative person, because he rolled with it. He was not upset at all. And he came back on, and I asked him, some of the same interview questions, some different ones to keep it fresh. And he answered all of them differently. He yeah. made like an entirely new, interesting segment. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for not yelling at us. All right. So this year, we spoke to a Presidential Medal of Freedom recipient who greeted us in a unexpected voice. Who are we hearing in this clip? I've enjoyed your radio show for years because... Because, you know, I love music. You know, the questions you ask people is so silly. I just don't know how they could ever answer these questions. Oh, you're, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. I, I, you know, what's shocking is we, we hadn't spent 10 seconds talking to each other when he started doing it. And it's like, it's, I mean, it just goes to show what a uh, wonderful mind and heart he has. That was Yo-Yo Ma. That was Yo-Yo Ma, right. And that is the way he chose to enter the room, is and, with a goofy voice. You know, and I was obviously psyched to have him on the show. Mm-hmm. I was also intimidated. Sure. I wanted to make the best use of that time. And then he entered like that. And I was like, oh, this is just going to be great. Yeah, and I want him to be... <laughs> My guru and my psychiatrist and also my mom. I know. Yeah. Great job, Jonathan. You got uh, three out of five. (laughs) Thanks, Sophia. I thought we were keeping score. Sorry. It's time for the final, final round. So we usually ask the questions, but this time we asked you, the listeners, to ask us questions, anything you've ever wanted to know about the show or us or Whatever. Yeah. But I say to do this, we should have a cocktail. I think that's appropriate. The final the final round, <laughs> the final as round. it were. The final, final round. Okay. Do you know, Afira, lately I've been having uh I've been having a martinis kinda heavy on the vermouth. Because <laughs> oh, interesting. Why I, is that? I love a martini. Yeah. But the thing about a martini is it's a lot. Oh my goodness. It's a, it's a pretty intense beverage. It's yeah. kind of boozy. So, but because it is a boozy drink, that's why I like it with three olives, because I need some snacks along the route. <laughs> right. You, <laughs> you get through this difficult journey, and at the end of it, you have a meal waiting for that's you. That's right. Well, I do one at the top ah. for the prime, and then one halfway through, because halfway through, you're hungry, and then one at the end to settle your stomach. Right. That's very smart. Okay, good. There you go. There's your... Oh, 
gorgeous. Three olives, as that ordered. Gorgeous. Cheers. All right, cheers. To you. To you. Okay. <sighs> what nine years? Where do we start? Okay, well, I'm going to just start with the most common question we get asked. Yeah. How are we so hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, people, we don't know. We I don't, don't know. know. If we, they knew how to do it, they would do it all the time. That's right. But if they can't. They tried to bottle it, and they couldn't. They couldn't. Yeah, so they were like, you know what we do with this brilliance? End it. <laughs> let's, let's, let's give them nine years, and then that's enough. Actually, the number one question we get asked is, who was your favorite guest? Mm. That is an impossible question to ask, because yeah. so many people have been on the show. I cannot believe how many people. Yeah. Uh, John Cameron Mitchell, who you know as Hedwig, you know him from Shrill and lo lots of television, but he, I saw Hedwig when I just moved to New York and I became obsessed yeah. with that movie and John Cameron Mitchell. And then I saw it on Broadway maybe 12 times. <laughs> so when he showed up on the show, I wore my a tank top that I bought <laughs> from Hedwig and it was amazing because I, I remember he looked and went, where did you get that one? Like, I got some special <laughs> wow, edition. Wow, you were deep cut. Deep cut for him. I, that's the hardest thing that the, like, fan, really fanning uh, out is hard not to do. I, you know, Loudon Wainwright, who most oh, people yeah. will know as Rufus Wainwright's father, um, was on our show. And I try not to do this, but this was one case where I was like, I just have to be a complete nerd. And so I, I went up and I said, I just got to tell you, I learned so much from you and I... Everything I do as a songwriter, it's, it comes from this base of like listening to your music and understanding what a song is. And and then he said, "Well, I guess I'm entitled to ten percent then." <laughs> I said, so you are. Excellent. So you are, Lavin right? Right. Oh, a musician and businessman all at the same time. <laughs> that's right. No, that's true. We've had so many comics on the show. I mean, in, at the Bell House and at Zoom, so many I've looked up to. When we had Sarah Silverman on, this was in <laughs> Zoom. We played a game with her, which was real or fake Kit Kat brand. Right. And. Kit Kat sent me a hundred Kit Kats. <laughs> <laughs> they got in touch with that's, my reps. That's wonderful. And sent me a hundred Kit Kats. Wow. And I ran into Sarah Silverman recently in New York at a comedy club, and I said, I got all these Kit Kats, and I felt like I should have sent some to you. And she goes, they sent them to me, too. <laughs> How come I did not get any Kit Kats? Everybody in the room got Kit Kats except for Jonathan Colton. I should have. I should have given them to you. No, I, Kit Kat should have given them to I, you're me. You're right. I'm sorry, Kit Kat, if you're listening, and you have before. No, as it turns out, if I may have here, Kit Kat, if you're listening, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, so many great things. RZA came on. I mean, that was an amazing get. Thank you again, that's a, Nancy that's a good booking right Sejo, there. our booker. So there you go. That is a whole bunch of information on our favorite guests. Okay. So about our games, people love the music parody games, Jonathan, and they would love to know how do they come together? Who writes them? How does it work? Yeah. Um, so I do not write the music parodies. A lot of people don't know this, and I feel bad that I get all this credit for work that I haven't done. <laughs> do you? <clears throat> I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I do. No, of course, of um, course. So we have a whole team of writers who write all of our all of our puzzles, including the music games. Uh, and a lot of people write the music games, but I will give a special shout out to Karen Lurie, who has written oh my goodness, Karen over a hundred of the music parody, games. a game show music parody writing. I mean, expert. Yeah, she was sort of born to do this, and I think part of it is you really need to take it seriously. You really need to have the song 
be as equal a part mm-hmm. as the the jokes. So the other thing that happens with a live show or even a Zoom show that is then cut down to be a radio show is you have some magic involved, mm. which is called editing. That's right. Which is to say they take out <laughs> the bad parts right. and they leave the good parts in. Uh, Ramel Wood, uh, one of our producers, yep. and and James Sparber yep. edit the blocks together. And, they and beautify it. They beautify it and they make a sound as smart and funny as they can, given the meager materials that we hand them. Uh, all right. So how often does Ophira have to cut her bangs? You know what? This is the only thing I need to tell you. No joke. My hairstylist yesterday sent me flowers. <laughs> <laughs> so if that gives you any indication, wow. it is quite a bit. Wow. You got, a, you got like a corporate <laughs> gift. From your from your hairdresser. Yeah, that's impressive. Trust me, if I move, they're going to be like, "Do we have to close the shop?" <laughs> yeah, where are you moving to? <laughs> and what are the rents like there? People have asked, "How did we meet?" Yeah, good question. That is a good question. All well, right. we uh, there had been an early season, of, like sort of pre-practice season of the show, and uh, I got involved partway through that, and then they wanted to get a different host. And so we were sort of, I guess, auditioning people. Auditioning, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, Ophira was one of the people who came in, and I remember being in the NPR office, and, and I was, I guess I was out in the waiting room. Yep. And we just had a chat. And I think we just sort of, I don't know, we just sort of clicked immediately. It was just like a very comfortable, funny chat. Uh, yeah, and it was just like, oh, this person seems totally normal. It's a very low bar. But that's, that's a high bar. <laughs> it's actually a high bar, When you yeah. go like, oh, I could just talk to this person like I would a person. I mean, that's sort of what we're doing now. Here it is. Here it is if you're at the end of the party. It's literally you and me. <laughs> I know. In a room. In a room together. <laughs> With some gym. And we've, we're out of questions. We have nothing else. <laughs> and we'll keep going. To say or talk about it, and we're still continuing to talk. Right. Uh, but I think it is time that we, we wrap yes, up and thank you so say much. goodbye. Um, I got to say... It has been an a unbelievable joy to hang out and play games with you, Jonathan Colton. Yes, and you too, Fair. It's it's really uh it's really been a, a gift. Nine years. Nine years. <laughs> Can't argue with nine years. And uh it has changed so many times. We have been all over the country. We've been in a lot of different bars and dinner places and green rooms and clubs mm-hmm. and Met so many people and other people working at public radio stations have welcomed us. And uh, wow, it has been, I guess, what they say, one crazy ride. It has. And uh, we're so grateful to all the listeners and fans. And um, uh, we've really loved hearing from you, uh, especially over these last few weeks. Oh, my we goodness. Thank have, you uh, found so found our much. way to the end of this thing. And uh, we're just so grateful. Thank you so much for, for listening and being with us and, and, and talking back to us. We really do appreciate it. And obviously, it's not just us. There is an incredible team of people that puts this show together. And so many great games were written by so many great people. Uh, and so thank you to the Bell House. Thank you to the team. Ugh. Thank you so much for everything. And um, I guess I'll see you soon, Jonathan. Yeah. Happy trails. Happy trails. Till next time. Ask Me Another's house musician, 
is Jonathan Colton. Hey, my name anagrams to thou jolt a cannon. Today's music parody was written by Karen Lurie. Urinal Reek. Our other senior writers are Kyle Beakley. By Leaky Elk. Eric Feinstein. Finer Niceties. Camilla Franklin. Calm Ink Rainfall. Andrew Kane. Nerd Awaken. Carol Lee. Ear Cello. Greg Lightman. Ginger Metal. Josiah Madigan. Indigo Jams. Aha. Scott Ross. Sword Costs. Dan Schofield. Caddish Felon. Mary Tobler. Later, my bro. And J. Keith Van Stratton. Kitten Shave Jar Ant. Additional material by Kara Weinberger. A Career Brewing. Our other comedy writers are Ashley Brooke Roberts. A Berry Horses Booklet. And Emily Winter. Merely win it. And thank you to our puzzle gurus, Cecil Baldwin. Blind Ice Claw. John Chinesky. Oh, heck, ninjas. Art Chung. Narc Thug. Greg Fliska. Sparkle Gig. And our guest musician, Julian Villard. Naive Dull Jar. Ask Me Another is produced by Nancy Seichow. Any Case Nacho. James Barber. Jams, Raps, Beer. Ramel Wood. Old War Mom. Gianna Cappadona. Can do a nap again. And our intern, Zach St. Clair. Lazar's Chic. Our senior producer is Travis Larchuk. Sick Hurt Larva. Our senior supervising producer is Rachel Neal. Renal Leach. And our boss's boss is Anya Grunman. Ask Me Another was brought to life by Eric Newsom. Curium Zen. And Jesse Baker. Jab Seekers. Thanks for our home in Brooklyn, The Bell House. Hot Heel Blues. And our production partner, WNYC. YNCW? I'm her ripe begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another. Tame One Shark. From NPR. <laughs>